This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm Tim Grimes. If you'd like a free guide that explains the hidden link between relaxation and the Law of Attraction, or if you want more information about my books or my coaching, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. This podcast lends itself to deep meditation, which I love. And it lends itself to exploration, which I love. But at this point, we've got 85 plus episodes. and you can listen to these meditations more than once. And I feel like I can explore general law of attraction and spiritual ideas much more informally and faster on YouTube. So I'm gradually going to be transitioning most of my regular content, meaning my non-books and coaching, to the YouTube channel. Um, I just wanted to make that brief announcement. This episode is going to be tough for a lot of you and incredibly valuable for some of you in that I want to get deep, but not in like a meditative way today. I just more want to talk about how law of attraction principles are wonderful. And, you know, that's why we have this show. But the deeper spirituality, when I say let's get deep, I obviously mean let's get deep about looking at ourselves and how we can pragmatically improve our life. And in my opinion, that's the law of attraction. But then if you've been a listener to this podcast, you know when I when I really say let's get deep, spiritually deep, I mean let let's let go of our regular perceptions and viscerally experience something that we cannot label. Something that is better than something we could ever explain or put into words. And in my life, I've experienced that, and I've been fortunate enough to find several teachers who describe that experience. None of those teachers are law of attraction teachers. That's important to realize. The law of attraction, in my opinion, is about improving your life and improving the lives of other people around you. It's pragmatic advice. It's hugely valuable in that way. It is not the deepest spiritual advice. Neville is not deep spiritual advice. Abraham Hicks is not deep spiritual advice. Any law of attraction teacher I've ever read, even seemingly very deep ones like uh, H.M. Lee Cady or someone like we recently touched upon, Joel Goldsmith, even their advice doesn't in my opinion and experiences, stack up to the real depth of some of the mystical teachers we've mentioned on this show. Recent examples, meaning modern teachers that are examples of this that we've explored and talked about. Byron Katie. You know, I said you could read Byron Katie's book, A Thousand Names for Joy. You can read any two pages of that book and she'll basically tear apart nicely, but nonetheless completely tear apart almost all deep conversations you're having about the law of attraction, about how that's reality. Byron Katie will burn those up in about two pages in that book. She's at a totally different level or non-level. And you have somebody like Nisargata Maharaj, you know, who was a very famous non-dual Indian teacher from last century. Same thing. People are making all these really interesting arguments about reality in this regard to Maharaj just burns them down. 
burns them down. He says, no, reality is not like that. I say, well, what's reality like? It's like this. And this you cannot make a concept out of. Jean Frazier is like that as well. We've talked about her. I love Jean. And someone who's definitely like this that we often mention and I want to talk a little bit about today is Yuji Krishnamurti. Yuji Krishnamurti is, first of all, not Jiddu Krishnamurti, the more famous Krishnamurti. Both Krishnamurtis knew each other, but Yuji came after Jiddu Krishnamurti. And it's, you know, there's stuff similar in some ways, except Yuji is uh, <laughs> far more interesting, and in my opinion, far better of a teacher. Now, I say teacher lightly because Yuji is pretty much the definition of a modern crazy wisdom anarchist type of spiritual person or anti-spiritual person. And I resonate with what Yuji says on like uh, when he's talking about the body and about the visceral experience of life. I resonate with what he says so much more than any law of attraction teaching I've ever read. And it's why, quite frankly, I'm offended a lot of the time when I read law of attraction teachers talk about reality and how awareness in your mind creates everything. Because these people are completely full of shit, in my opinion, when they say that stuff. And that doesn't mean they don't have a ton of valuable information to share about pragmatically improving your life. And, you know, I recently had a YouTube video where I talked about this. And I always mention this, you know, you can take just a small amount of what a, a teacher says, especially if they're good or great. And strongly disagree with a lot of the other stuff they say. And, you know, what I haven't made clear on this podcast a lot of the time, I don't think, is that I strongly disagree with a lot of Law of Attraction teachings. And that is why this episode is going to be rough for some of you, I think. It's just that, like, you have to understand, like, I'm an open person and, like, I'm, I think I'm good at being very gentle um, and open, open-minded about taking information in. So, in other words, I can strongly disagree with a lot of points and still find value in a teaching. I think that's probably one of my better traits on a pragmatic level. But nonetheless, I'm telling you, because I think this is important, like I strongly disagree with like what a lot of these law of attraction teachers say. Joel Goldsmith, that I just mentioned, saying that you know he was a great mystical Christian teacher. At the same time, I think Joel Goldsmith says so much bullshit, it's unbelievable. This idea that like, you know, your mind is influencing everything and creating everything. That's like what all these law of attraction teachers seem to talk about. And I don't believe that. I never believe that. And that is because of my own personal experiences, which I will always uh, take as truth compared to theory that I hear in law of attraction books. And then that's also corroborated and confirmed by people like Yuji. Yuji basically says, your body knows what the fuck to do. Your body is intelligent to such a level that you don't have to fucking do anything. And our problem is that we try to think our way into solutions when no solution is necessary. The body knows what to do. The body is naturally enlightened. Thought is the enemy, is what Yuji would say. Now, I disagree with Yuji on some of that. I don't think the thought is the enemy in the sense that pragmatically we can improve our life. And that's what the law of attraction is all about, is having thought improve our life. But on like a deeper level, yeah, 
thinking is the enemy when you're trying to think your way out of something. And does anything we think, does any of our quote-unquote personality or awareness add up to anything extra? Absolutely not. The reason I'm so opposed to a lot of these bogus law of attraction theories is because it really undermines the power and depth and enlightenment of your physiological being, of your body. There's a book of talks of UGs called The Biology of Enlightenment. In other words, you already are enlightened. There's nothing you ever have to do. Everybody's enlightened. And this idea that you're a separate self and that you're going to someplace after this and that there's some before and after and you're improving yourself and you're spiritually developing is a bunch of hogwash. The reality is so much better than that. So much better. Truth is so much better than all of these theoretical mind-based discussions. What's not there is better than what is here. And your body knows that. Your body is that. Your body is your thoughts. Yuji would say, I'm not even sure there's such a thing as consciousness. You know, we like to talk about conscious, subconscious, superconscious, unconscious. Fuck all that. Yuji would say, I don't even know if there's anything such as thinking. These are all just words. What happens when we get beyond words? See, when I jump up and down like a monkey and am screaming at the top of my lungs, I'm getting fucking close to reality right there. I'm getting close to truth. And when I get really quiet and still and something fades away and I don't know what just happened, I'm getting close to truth. But there's no theory there. There's just life. Life is happening through you. You don't do life. Life is happening through you. And to say that we have total control through our minds is offensive and misguided and demeaning. You are enlightened. At the end of the day, you are enlightened already. And you don't have to do a fucking thing to improve your life. Everything we do to improve our life is just for pragmatic reasons. And that's cool. I don't see any problem with that. I'm all for improving our life pragmatically. I'm all for trying to be a better person to those around me. I like that. But if you want to get deep, none of it matters. God is better than what you could ever conceive with your awareness. And these law of attraction teachers are offending you by saying that it's not. The grace of life is realizing that you're not what you think you are. And you're going to find that in non-dual teachings, in mystical teachings, in Zen teachings, much more than you are in law of attraction teachings. So I just want to make sure that's clear. Because it's a very, very underrated point. And in many ways, it's the most important point I have to share with you in this show. So we'll probably be back to our regular programming next week, but I just want to let you know where I'm coming from when I say let's get deep, when I say you are God. It's this. <laughs>